success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. Here with Damon and Matt, I'm Jennifer Perry, and we'd love to hear from you here on Success in the New Retirement. If you have an email question for the guys, we'd love to address that on a future episode. Find us online, drop us your message there at successinthenewretirement.com. That's successinthenewretirement.com. I have a feeling a lot of us are doing more online shopping than ever this holiday season, guys. And the great thing about that is you can check out an item online. You can comparison shop. You can ask the right questions about whatever you're buying, that big screen TV, that computer on your kid's wish list. But when you're shopping for a financial advisor, in particular, if you're doing that when you're close to retirement, I think sometimes we don't even know the questions to ask, even if we're checking out advisors online. So I'm wondering, in those first meetings with people that you have, I mean, do they know which questions to ask you? I think uh, people have no problem asking questions. Oh, okay. Um, It's the questions that they ask sometimes that we're like, does that really matter? You know, because one of the biggest questions I think we get is, how am I doing in comparison to everybody else? Am I the norm or I'm the average? And we always want to know because everybody wants to be above average, right? Sure. But- at the end of the day, that doesn't matter because you're living your life and how, what do you want in retirement? How much does it take to make you have peace of mind and be able to accomplish the things that you want to do? And what resources are you going to have that are specific to you that the guy down the street doesn't have or that he does have, but doesn't have what you have? And so some of those questions, we field them with a smile and say, you guys are doing great. And here's, here's what really matters for you. And you're helping them evaluate how they're doing personally. But I think sometimes if you're just meeting with an advisor for the first time, you have something that you specifically want to ask. And there was actually a financial services firm that released a survey recently of 9,000 different adults, guys. They went out to find out what would they really want to know from a financial advisor if they happen to sit down with them. So I want to go through some of these here with you this week. First of all, the number one thing on the list, I thought this was interesting. They want advice on an investment strategy for our retirement savings to withstand market volatility. And I'm wondering, I think this survey actually came out before the pandemic. And I would imagine that you've probably gotten a lot more questions about that after this year. Well, I think this is such a common question because it's asking the question in kind of a different way. The way I would simplify that question is, how do I replace my paycheck? Mm -hmm. Right? So your whole life you've been working, you've been saving up money and pretty consistently you've had a paycheck coming in. So during that period of time, you weren't necessarily worried about, hey, I'm investing this money into a 401k or an IRA that's not very liquid because I have to pay penalties at 59 and a half, right? You could care less about liquidity when you were 40 years old and you were working, right? But then we get closer to retirement and all of a sudden we're worried about liquidity. We're worried about, and what is coming down is we're worried about our ability to fund our retirement needs because we realize we are not going to have a paycheck anymore. And that is kind of a scary thought. We're like sitting there going, how I've been using a paycheck to fund my income needs. I've been using that to be able to budget around. I've been using that to be able to plan a trip. And I'm going to go into a period of my life where I don't know how long my money has to last. I don't know if I'm going to have that extra income or what expenses might be popping up in the future. And so what it does is it creates a lot of uncertainty. And so you're sitting there saying, how do I build a financial plan that takes out market volatility so I don't have to freak out every time the market goes down? that I don't have to cancel the trip that we had just planned because suddenly the market dropped 10%. And so I think the question they're asking is, can I replace my paycheck? And Mm -hmm. so what Damon and I do, and I think what makes us unique from other financial advisors is we have been very focused on people that are getting to retirement at that doorstep and those that are entering into retirement because we help them answer some of those questions. 
And it really comes down to designing a financial plan that helps build more certainty into providing that paycheck. And so now you're not being guided by the whims of whatever headlines going on, whatever the market's doing, you can plan your stuff. And so when your wife says, hey, you know, I'd really like to take a trip to, you know, Ireland next year. Can we do that? Well, you can easily go and look at your budget. You can go and look at your finances and you can realize that you have the appropriate amount of income coming in that you can plan and prepare for that. And if the market's down the month before you're ready to leave, you're not canceling the non-refundable trip and staying home. Right. And so I think that's a big change. And I, I think that it's a paradigm shift that people have to make in their mind, but it also is a paradigm shift that they have to take in their financial plan. They cannot do it the old way because they're going from contributing into a plan to starting to withdraw and take money out of that plan. And those are two different sets of rules, two different issues that you've got to plan for. And they're coming from a paradigm of I've got 30 years, 20 years, even 15 years before I'm going to touch this money Mm -hmm. and because I've got that paycheck. And so, you know, returns was king. You know, everybody talks about it, the the water cooler um, at, at work you know, my portfolio did 7% or 8%. And if we didn't get that, we're feeling like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And you have to change that mindset because in order to get that kind of return, you also have to be invested with quite a bit of risk sometimes. And over time, that risk pays off. But when you start looking at these shorter windows of time, and we, we do a lot of educating about something we call the sequence of returns. Well, sometimes that sequence of when the market does its thing works out perfectly, right? If you invested perfectly on Amazon stock, you've got millions and millions. But if you didn't, right, or if you did Microsoft at the wrong time or Apple at the wrong time, you're in trouble. And if that time was right before you were going to retire or right after you retired and you're now taking from that nest egg when one of those, we hit one of those recessions and things are sliding, now you've got this portfolio that's dropping by whatever the market's dropping. But in addition to that, it's dropping by what you're drawing out. And so now you're afraid to spend money. And so people want this consistency and they're never going to say, you know, if you draw up, okay, I want my, my retirement income to look like a straight line going up at a 45 or I want the one that's up and down and up and down. They never say, give me the, the most squiggly line over there. They, right. they want the consistency. And that's the shift that needs to happen. And it can only happen if you're doing all of the things, including tax efficiency and income efficiency and investing your stuff to the the stage of life that you're at. And I guess that might be the encouraging thing about this survey, guys, is that at least people understand they're going to have to make that shift as they get into retirement. In fact, number two on this list here was determining how to best draw from their investments in retirement, figuring out that paycheck piece. Now, number three on this list here, it's kind of encouraging, but disappointing at the same time. They say they want to ask a financial advisor about minimizing income taxes in retirement, but only 47% were concerned about this. Shouldn't all of us be concerned about how much we're going to pay in taxes when we get there? I think it's one of the most overlooked pieces of a retirement puzzle because for one reason or another, you know, maybe it's because the particular person that they're seeing uh, can't really talk about taxes because mm-hmm. they're, they're working under a different license that doesn't allow them to do that and they don't have the flexibility. Maybe it's because their accountant has been trained to save them money today. This year, yeah. But we've found that for the average retiree or pre-retiree, Adding additional dollars to that monthly income by savings and taxes makes a way bigger difference for them on a year-to-year basis than someone with millions. And a lot of times we think, well, the tax planning is for people with millions. There's not really much I can do. I don't own my own business. I don't. 
you know, I don't have a ton of write-offs, but the laws have changed to where the standard deduction is pretty big and there's things that people can do and that's what they don't realize. And that's where the education comes in and says, boy, if I, if I just saved $4,000, right, that's a pretty nice vacation for me yeah. and my wife, yeah. for most people. Pretty sweet, yeah. And if I had that, that solves the issue of, you know, that vacation my wife wants me to take on or has been begging me to take for how long, right? What I think is interesting about that is what I found with talking to clients is unless they ask that question about the taxes, mm -hmm. their financial advisor hadn't brought it up. Has never talked to them about it. Right. So That's they've been focused so much on the investments and the returns and things mm. that they haven't figured out a way that, hey, how do we how do we make this so that you can actually spend and receive more of this money? I was telling one client, I said, okay, look at your IRA account. You have 750000 in there. Okay, let's look at some tax rates. Okay, let's say you're paying, you know, 25, you know, let's say it's 20%. Okay. Okay. That means your account is really only worth $600,000. What a bummer. And, and they were kind of like, what? And you're like, well, if we subtract off the 20%, you have to give Uncle Sam $750,000 worth 600000 bucks, wow. right? So if we can figure out, like Damon was saying, that you could be more efficient, what if we could add $50,000 more in there? That well, sounds better. Again, that's big, yeah, right? Yeah. So those are the things that can make a big difference in not only how much money you have in your account, but actually how much you get out of that account when it's all said and done, what you get to spend. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.